Welcome to the podcast, To Good Healthcare. Get ready to dive into conversations with nuanced leaders on healthcare technology. You'll hear all about the ideas, opportunities, and innovations we have to help clinicians around the world transform patient care. Hi, everyone. This is Karen Tiano from Nuance. Welcome back to Good Healthcare. Did you know that our healthcare business has an active commercialization program office? It's designed to accelerate technology development and get the right products to market. Today, I'm joined by Vikram Chabra, who's Vice President of Commercialization and Platform Product Management. And he's here to talk with me about what he and his teams are doing to take our products from concept to market faster than our competition. Thank you so much for being here, Vikram. Uh, Thank you for having me on your show. I'm a podcast guy. And when I saw you started this initiative internally, I was very excited about it. I think it's a great medium to drive communication and awareness. So uh, happy to see this going and glad to be a part of it. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. Thanks. I really appreciate it. So you have a really unique role, Vikram. You're overseeing two teams one being platform product management and the other being commercialization. So tell me about both teams and how they fit together. Yeah, happy to. So it is a bit of a unique role. If I think about it, it's a combination of both business and technology. Uh, I'll start with platform. The mission you know, that we think about is we want to build a foundation to enable coherent experiences across our line of business products. When our customers go from one app to the other, you know, whether it's DMO, going from DMO to CAPD to DAX, that same customer shouldn't feel as if these products come from different companies. They should have the same experience. And platform provides those building blocks, the foundation to drive those integrated experiences. And that's a mission, you know, that we drive strive towards. The other thing is we want to provide these building blocks so that each line of business can focus on their end user needs and they can drive faster innovation and bring value to the customer. So that's our platform mission. You know, if I were to switch hats on the commercialization side, I always think about how do we maximize returns from our investment? There's always a lot going on, whether it's a new product release or could be a mid life cycle product revamp, could be an end of life migration. You know, in all cases, we need to ensure that our functions within our organizations are aligned and have a robust plan to execute. But if sales is not seeing the pipeline for various reasons, or if CSO doesn't have the capacity to deliver, then we have a gap in the plan. You know, what I tell my team is two things. One, execution excellence based on a solid strategy. And two, extreme alignment across all functions. That, in summary, are both these functions. Now you ask, you know, how they come together. And in both cases, my teams are driving alignment between line of businesses, functions. Sometimes we are bridging some historical silos, driving some difficult conversations. And above all, you know, we're maintaining a big picture view of what's best for the customer, what's best for the business. And that's the most exciting part. It really does sound super exciting. I know that uh, commercialization or the go-to-market program office, as it's sometimes called, isn't something that you see at all companies. Why do you feel it's important to have a focus on commercialization here at Nuance? Uh, That's a great question. I believe every business has some form of commercialization. Now, it may be formal or informal. However, when you reach a certain size, you know, in terms of revenue or the organization, 
you can't operate informally anymore. You need certain guardrails, certain process to guide the organization. Uh, I'm a big fan of rowing the boat analogy. Every member on the boat has to row the boat in the same direction, at the same pace, in harmony, else you won't win the race. For example, you know, in our world, if you don't have clear market segmentation or clear customer use cases, if you don't have a business case aligned to a product strategy, if the go-to-market is not quite aligned with it, or if our delivery teams, our CSO organizations are not aligned with our go-to-market strategies or a product, we will get subpar results. So how do we enable an organization as large as us to row the boat in the same direction in harmony? And that's where we need a formal structure, a commercialization process. And that's where, you know, my team fits in. Right, right. And what kind of model have you established to do this? We've established a model where we take all large or complex programs, I and mean, you may have heard Big Ticket List, we take those programs through what we call stage gates. And this is a forum where all functions come together and really ask the hard questions. Now, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of hard work that goes in prior to this, which is, you know, the core team works into what does that cross-functional plan look like? Again, all the elements I talked about, you know, be it product strategy or go-to-market, et cetera. But we get together as a forum at the stage gate. This could be a concept, a commitment, an end of life, a migration, any type of a program, and we evaluate, are we really ready to go? The idea is not to point holes, and this is where I really applaud how you know the team has been working, but it's about let's lean in and help each other out. Let's ensure we have a robust plan. I've got to tell you, we've gone through about 10 gate reviews now, and coincidentally, I just came out of one um, a couple of minutes ago. Each one of them, have been super rich in the dialogue and the guidance that the PAC, which is a product approval committee, has given to the core team. And this, for the ones that we've launched and I've seen things moving along, is dramatically making a difference to the impact we'll have uh, on the results, on the execution, and just the velocity of getting things done. And I'm sure that the product manager is a really big part of this. And I was reading in the 2021 State of Product Management annual report that the demand for product managers in the United States has doubled over the past five years. So from your perspective, why is this? Historically, product management has been an underappreciated role. Yet, it's one of the most critical roles in any organization. Product managers represent the voice of the customer, and they are at the helm of defining the product strategy that aligns to the voice of the customer, market conditions, there could be technological advancements that are happening, and ultimately tying it to the company's strategy. You know, the best firms out there, they've always had a good product management function. And I find out that, you know, other firms are realizing the value of it. And frankly, there's a lot more awareness as well. You know, see a lot more write-ups about it, a lot more blogging around it. Uh, so there's definitely more awareness. And in many cases, there might be a similar role that somebody's performing, but by formalizing it, putting the right structure around it, enabling it, giving them the right capabilities, ensuring a full cross-functional view, organizations will set themselves up for more success. I'm excited to see that this role is much better recognized in the industry and across uh, various verticals. Yes, I can I can definitely tell that you're so passionate about this topic. And I know that you've practiced product management yourself throughout your career. Can you tell me what you find most challenging but also most gratifying about product management? <laughs> I say this half jokingly, 
product management is my religion. Um, the truth is, you know, I've really enjoyed this profession and you ask a great question. It's really that product market fit. And let me explain that a little bit. You know, product managers, they have to very keenly listen to the needs of the customer, the experience that a customer will go through, along with, you know, understanding the market variations and not get blinded by other factors or sometimes even self-bias. You know, you're building cool products and it's okay to get excited about it, but the focus has to be keenly on the customer pain point. What is that unmet need that I can bring to the market and leverage the market conditions to move it along? You know, you have to look at both. And it's easy said than done, but uh, that's perhaps one of the hardest things product managers do because that decides what gets built, how it gets messaged and delivered. So I always say, you know, product managers, you are writing the checks, you know, you are spending the money, you're making those decisions. So you have a pretty hard job, or, you know, so, you know you have to, you're responsible for that. But at the same time, that is the most gratifying part of the job because when you see the customer use what you build and when the customer is enjoying it and they feel their gap is solved, their issues are resolved, that is a great feeling. Absolutely. And can you tell me, you know, what what's the key to actually taking our products from concept to market faster than our competition? I think it begins with the right prioritization. You know, we have a lot that's going on at a division level. And there are certain programs that they definitely need a higher level of executional structure discipline to bring it to the market. And one of the things we had to do was what I call the big ticket list, establish the big ticket list. You know, we work with every general manager of the line of business and ask, what are your top two or three things that are going to move the needle or are highly strategic, but at the same time, fairly complex. You know, some difficult, challenging situations that we may have to tackle. And that led to the formation of the big ticket list. So um, my team, it operates on that list today and it's prioritized by impact to business. I once, so that defines our mission, you know, of what the commercialization team would do. But to specifically get back to your question though, for every program that we touch, it begins with, and may sound really simple, is what is the program charter? What's the mission? What's the target? And like I said, it may sound simple, but there's a lot of discussion across every function with R&D having a point of view and sales having a point of view, and of course, product and marketing, et cetera, and getting everybody aligned on, well, here's our mission, what we want to do. Here's our approach strategy, and these are the KPIs, and here are the timelines. And getting that aligned is a big deal because now everybody knows which direction are we going to row the boat going back to my analogy yeah so you mentioned the big ticket list i really like that so in terms of the number of new products that you're looking to commercialize within our business what's your goal you know i'm going to try answer that slightly differently though because sometimes commercialization gets mixed with the term npi um and historically we've had a process around npi which was bringing just new products uh, the commercialization team has a charter bigger than that, which is in some cases we are bringing new products like PIN is a portfolio of, you know, five different programs, or we are heavily engaged with bringing the DAX platform to a GA, et cetera. But there are other programs that we touch as well. It could be a life cycle review, or it could be a migration program, could be end of life. Now, you know, like I said, we handle two to three highly complex programs per LOB. So 
given we are a small team, so given where we are today, we are running about anywhere between 10 to 15 programs. And as we graduate these programs, we continue to add on more. And of course, you know, we are also continuing to look at the capacity of the team. So if, you know, somebody who's listening, this is getting excited about it. We have open recs and I invite you to engage and uh, learn more about our function. That's awesome. Now, I'm told you have a notepad with your mantra of your commercialization area written on it. What is that mantra? <laughs> uh, yes, our mantra. So it is, and I have the pad here, it is enabling a frictionless path to monetization. Let me give you a little background, right? There are many reasons why businesses fail to monetize. You know, sometimes you have a poor understanding of the market or the timing. Uh, you may have a wrong product or a buggy product. Uh, they might be delivery challenges, pricing challenges. I mean, I, I can go on. It's all about how do we maximize their returns on, the, on our efforts? So we check with every function that they have done their part. That's one. And second, as we put things together, you know, from marketing to sales to product to delivery, they all are aligned in terms of uh, their execution plans. So that's our uh, mission, enabling a frictionless path to monetization. I love it. So Vikram, you recently launched something very cool called Commercialization University. Can you tell me a little bit more about what that is? I like to believe just like a product a process needs continuous nurturing as well you know one of the reasons why when organizations launch a process a new process you know it fails because it becomes bloated and it's deployed in a waterfall fashion you know it's like somebody who drops in a hammer without listening to their end users and that's not the approach we want you know the approach that we want is think of process just like a product we launch it in bits, we have releases, so to speak. We listen to the feedback and we iterate. We have a roadmap, a backlog of the process. It's transparent, it's visible to all. You can look at, at the commercialization side and you can even make a feature request, just like you know a customer would be able to make a feature request to a product. So we've really taken a product-centric approach to a process. Like even this week, you know, we worked with all the product leaders to come up with a new format, but that wasn't something that was built in silo, it was built in collaboration with all the product leaders. For any transformation, you need everyone to come along with you. And one of the things unique about the commercialization university is we also wanted to bring the right coaching and provide a forum for people to contribute. We are applying day to day on actual programs, testing it and seeing how they're working and then continuously tweak it to make it more relevant to our business. Right. And can you tell me what kind of results you've seen so far from the business since you launched? On the Dragon side, we launched uh, Dragon Medical in our Nordic region as well as Suez. Uh, we've some, seen some great pipeline over there. We already have a big deal booked with 500 seats, 175 live, uh, more in pipe. On the Swiss side, we have a big million dollar deal booked. So, you know, some great early wins with the launch, which talks about all the preparation that went in. On the, our improved side of the portfolio, I could give you examples. This was not a new launch, but this was taking an existing product, IPG, 
and doing a complete revaluation of the product strategy and the go-to-market strategy. Again, great partnership with the product management team, with marketing, with sales, with business development. It has led to a significant growth in our market qualified leads. Just recently heard a quote from one of our sales reps, you know, the class of demos that we have on it is making the conversations with our customers much easier. I can give you another interesting example, and that's on the other end of the life cycle, which is end of life. You know, we have three end of life programs in flight right now, and it's amazing how much effort goes into driving very crisp product strategy and timing and communication, internal and external. I mean, these are sensitive topics. You have to be uh, very surgical about what is going to be the replacement strategy because you don't want to lose your customer base. It's much harder to gain new customers uh, than to retain. So just, again, exercising the discipline to make sure uh, we do these end of lives in a disciplined manner while giving a path for our customers to move to our next-gen product. So, uh, you know, an interesting class of programs all across the life cycle, and I'm happy to see how things are progressing. Those are some really good examples. Um, so what steps are you taking to really ensure that the organization can achieve results both reliably and quickly? I go back to what I shared with you earlier. And for me, it's, you know, the commercialization team continues to drive the two things. One, extreme alignment and two, execution excellence. So, you know, beneath that mantra, which says frictionless path to monetization, well, how are we going to do it? And that's our master playbook, right? Uh, majority of the time we spend is ensuring that cross-functional plans from every function align, and then we execute with them with rigor. If you're looking at a business case, you know, we go deep. If you're looking at um, market segmentation, we ask the tough questions in terms of, you know, have you truly aligned that? with what our customers are saying, and do we have sales team aligned behind it, et cetera. So uh, in summary, I would say those two are our techniques that we use, and um, so far uh, they seem to be working well. It sure sounds that way. Well, to wrap up, Vikram, what would you say the one thing is that you would want our colleagues to remember about your function and your teams? What's made us successful so far is the partnership that we've got from all the functions. Uh, there's been a consistent feedback loop, collaboration, participation in helping us build these structures, build the assets. I truly appreciate the partnership we've received so far. We try to make it easy for you to consume what we have and the one-stop shop for you to go there to learn more about us would be to go to the commercialization site. Uh, you can learn everything about what we're doing, whether it's our backlog or the stage gates that we are running or the assets or templates we have. And you'll notice, you know, one thing in there is, you know, what else should we be working on or how are we doing? And I encourage you to, you know, use that or feel free to reach out to myself or members of my team to share your thoughts on how we can partner better together and collectively contribute to the success of the organization. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you so much, Vikram. It sounds like you're doing really great work, accelerating the technology development and helping to get the right products to market. So thank you for all of that. Thank you for having me. I'll look forward to uh, listening more podcasts from you. Thank you so much for tuning into our To Good Healthcare podcast. 
If you enjoyed it, definitely share it with your colleagues and be sure to hit the like button below the player. You can also add a comment with your thoughts to continue the discussion. And I'd love to get your ideas for future episode topics, so please add those in the comment section as well. Thank you again, and I'll catch you next time.